You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Lance Zerline and Willie Colon taking it with you. And we are joined right now by NFL Network Scott Hansen to talk all things football. You can follow Scott on uh, on Twitter, and you also obviously can catch him on NFL Red Zone as well on Twitter. He is at Scott Hansen. That's H A N S O N. And NFL Red Zone airs every Sunday starting at 1 p.m. Eastern, providing all of the exciting plays and touchdowns as they happen. You know you're addicted, and you're going to see a lot of Scott Hansen. To order NFL Red Zone, visit NFL.com slash Red Zone. Right off the bat, Scott, let's talk about the name, the big name that made the shift to a new team in the same division, and that is Joe Hayden. The Steelers end up inking a three-year deal with Joe Hayden, formerly of the Cleveland Browns. They cut him. Steelers pick him up right away, and that is a... Uh, that's a very good addition, if healthy, Joe Hayden, that is, uh, for a team that's really in need of another good quality veteran cornerback. Yeah, absolutely. You guys got that right. Good to be with you, Lance and Willie. Um, I, I w- was speaking to someone else earlier today when he had just been released, and I'm like, "Oh, he's going to have a new. He's going to have a home by the weekend." Well, little did I know he was going to have a home within what about four or five hours from the time that I made that statement. This is a total Patriots move that the Steelers are pulling off, isn't it? Right, <laughs> uh, a yes, veteran <laughs> who either outpriced himself or uh, you know underperformed, maybe in Cleveland's eyes. You take him from the same division, you put him in a position of need for you, and and Joe Hayden is not, I don't think most football people would still rank him as a top 10 or top 15 corner as he had been at, at his peak, but he still is a guy who has been, it's almost like getting a pitcher at the trading deadline in baseball where the guy may not have his 95 mile an hour fastball anymore, but he's seen every big hitter in the league, and he knows how to face guys, and he's been through a lot of battles before. Joe Hayden Hayden has matched up with all the best receivers, uh, certainly in the AFC and most in the NFL. He's not going to be intimidated by being on a field uh, and being thrust into a, a, a pretty big role. Seems to be a nice fit for that Pittsburgh defense. You talked about the Patriots. Uh, you talk about Edelman. I mean, he's on IR due to a tour at ACL. Uh, there's speculation that Chris Hogan uh, is supposed to have a, is you know he's due to have a big year. What are talks around uh, Patriots and and what are how, how high hopes are for Chris Hogan? Yeah, it's interesting that you said Hogan and not Brandon Cooks because I think right. people look at their fantasy draft boards and they assume oh Edelman's out, Cooks is even going to be that bigger in the offense. That may prove to be true, but he was going to play a little different position. I think the better one to one analysis there, and I don't mean one to one in terms of talent because Julian Edelman is a special player, but it is Chris Hogan. Uh, I'll give you my endorsement. I just had my first fantasy football draft this last weekend, and we jumped up and grabbed Chris Hogan because we think he's going to be. Uh, um, he could be an 80-catch guy this year with the way Tom Brady likes to work the slot and the way that Hogan's going to see the second, third, maybe even fourth best DB on an opposing defense. Big year, I think, ahead for him. Heck, in the, in the, in the first quarter of that Detroit Lions-Patriots preseason game, when Edelman blows out his knee on the opening drive, or may have been the second drive, Hogan catches two touchdowns in the, at the end of that quarter. So he already uh, you know, has, has shown... The, that he can step up and, and provide something for that offense, whether it's to Edelman's level, I would doubt. Uh, but I still think that Patriots offense is going to be an absolute monster this season. 
there's two important players who are holding out. One guy is one of the most dominant defensive players in the league, and the other guy is a starting left tackle for a team that's won the division in consecutive years. We'll start uh, with Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald not in camp with the Rams. Yeah. Thoughts thoughts on Donald and then thoughts on Dwayne Brown from the Houston it, it, Texans yeah, at the left well, tackle spot. Uh, both – I would say surprising if we have this same conversation at this time next week because we've seen holdouts where it's leaked to the Ian Rappaports and the Adam Schefters of the world that, oh, this is going to go into the regular season, and a guy says, you know what, when it comes down to it, A, he doesn't want to miss game checks, and B, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't want to leave his teammates when it's, when it's really time to go to battle. So I'm, I'm still thinking, even though both of these have, have had saber-rattling, let's call it, that it could go into the regular season, that these guys, by the weekend, by after the Thursday uh, preseason games, might say, you know what, it's time to play football. My agent, the GM, they can still do their work and whatnot, but I'm going to show up and be with my teammates, if nothing else. And it's kind of a way for a guy to save face if he didn't get that deal that he wanted. Does everyone think Aaron Donald is worth J.J. Uh, Watt money? Most football people think so, but he's still under contract, and if the Rams want to dig the heels in the way they have been, that's their prerogative. I think they feel like he's not going to skip uh, much or any of the season at this point. Or we could we could be talking in 24 hours, and Aaron Donald could be the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history uh, at this point tomorrow. We don't know really what's going on there. Huge loss, needless to say, if uh, if Donald doesn't end up. Uh, getting to camp and doesn't end up playing in 16 games this year uh, for a team that needs to be a defensive-minded team in in Los Angeles. As for the Dwayne Brown thing, look at the quarterback situation is already the key for that whole Texans season because we think that defense is going to be about as good as as any uh, uh, defense in the AFC, maybe in the NFL. So if they can get good quarterback play, out of Tom Savage, uh, or out of Watson if he ends up playing later, they could really, really make a push this year, not only in the division, but maybe in the AFC. Well, if his blind side's not protected, you know, how, how good is a as a quarterback when he doesn't feel like he's going to get that. Dwayne Brown's a very solid tackle when he's playing. He's trying to get paid, I think, like a top three offensive tackle, and I think there's the rub. Uh, again, would be surprised if he misses regular season games because uh, of, of it's, you're going to miss game checks and you don't want to be the guy who said, you know what, our guy wasn't reliable. When, when this guy knew he could hold out in the preseason and, hey, we're not winning or losing games that count in, in the month of August and, and early September, uh, when, it, when it's time to play, he needs to be there. I'd be surprised if these guys miss week one. Staying along with the Texans, uh, we know about the hurricane, a disastrous call down in Houston. Uh, there's some players that have come out and said, hey, we understand the conditions that Houston is in, uh, our hearts, and you know, obviously they're affected. But they're trying to play week one. They're trying to play in, in Texas because they want to be there for the fans. Can yes. you talk about uh, the community and how the Texans have stepped up? Uh, it reminds me a lot of what New Orleans did uh, for the community when they went through Katrina. That's a great analogy, and I think – because there are still players in the league, uh, well, Drew Brees being the, the, the foremost example uh, from that New Orleans team, what now, 11 years ago, I think, was the New Orleans Saints comeback after Katrina. Correct. Uh, they, they could probably tap into a little of the expertise about, uh, expertise experience, I should say, about what is it like to be the civic focal point, if you can, from a hurting 
community. I mean, mm-hmm. a hurting and uh, you know, just damaged community from the images that we see on the news networks are just overpowering, overwhelming on social media. It's this, it's that. But I do see uh, if there is a state in the country that can come together and can rally together, it's Texas. Man, do they, if you, you guys, we all Correct. know Texans in our lives, and I don't mean Houston Texans, but Texans in terms of citizens of that great state, and they have as much pride and as much uh, fire in their bellies about, you know, being together as neighbors and and fellow Texans and whatnot, uh, I, I would love to see the Houston Texans provide that community, the surrounding areas, and maybe even more people in the in that uh, Gulf Coast region who are impacted by Harvey, uh, a focal point, a rallying point here at the beginning of the season to be able to say, you know what, we're going through some tough times, but Sunday for three hours we're going to get a chance to focus on something else, and these guys are going to go out there and do it for us. Yeah, and that's um, and you know, there's a guy in your own building, Mark Istook, who's from Texas, and he loves to wear his Texas shirts all the time. <laughs> Mark and I are friends. He I'm just got himself a Texas. new Twitter show, as a matter of fact. If I can plug that, yeah, go Him ahead. And, uh, Aaron Coscarelli and Mark Istook, they have it's a new venture for us with our partnership with Twitter. It's uh, it's a social media show, and it's going to be on uh, every every day, Monday through Thursday, I believe, at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, they're going to have their own show. So, Mark, if, if for those uh, in your audience who are fans of Mark or Aaron Coscarelli, it's going to be a fun show, kind of a freewheeling show covering the entire NFL exclusively on Twitter. So check that out. Uh, before we let you go, I want to plug your show, obviously, Let's NFL Red Zone. You've got that going on every Sunday. To me, you understand – how addictive that is, right? I mean, the red zone, we're going from, I mean, the nature of fantasy football and, and, and our short attention spans that we have now, yep. what a perfect combination at NFL red zone. You got that right. And yes, I do understand the addictive quality of it. I will add this. It is one of the few addictions in this life that does not come with life crushing, life altering <laughs> side effects. If you indulge right. it every Sunday. So we hope there's way worse trouble you could get in than watching seven hours of commercial free football on NFL Red Zone. But for those in your audience who haven't ever tried it, we hope you join us on September 10th for the season kickoff of uh, season number nine for us with every touchdown from every game. Willie, that's Scott Hansen telling you, just hit this. Right. Right. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You said it, not me. <laughs> no, just a, little, just a little taste of the NFL Red right. Zone. Just, just taste it and just see how you like it and come back to me. You can uh, check them out, NFL Red Zone, every Sunday starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it provides all the exciting plays and touchdowns as they happen. Of course, they focus in on red zone action, so you're going to be rewarded in most cases. To order NFL Red Zone, simply go to the website NFL.com forward slash red zone. You can also follow Scott uh, not just on the NFL Red Zone, but you can follow him on Twitter as well at Scott. Hanson. Scott, I really appreciate you joining us here. We appreciate you joining us on NFL No Huddle and uh, look forward to seeing you this year on NFL Red Zone. Appreciate it. Willie, hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Good to talk some football with you. Let's crank it up here next week. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart, live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on. Tune in.